really quick, funny story I just came across from our friend, um, actually, Dr. Oju. Uh, he posted this. He said, I went to a popular restaurant today and they had a margarita with, quote, tequila on the menu. Me, what kind of tequila is in your margarita? Waiter, well tequila. Me, what is the brand of the tequila? Waiter, the brand is well tequila, W-E-L-L. He spells it out. Other, more senior waiter comes over a bit later and he says the well is Pueblo Viejo tequila and that the other waiter was new and didn't know. But then he goes off on how Pueblo Pueblo Viejo is made by the same family as Siete Leguas. I disagree. He doubles down and wants to bet me $100 over it. Service has gotten very strange as a result of these COVID lockdowns. At the end, he admitted he was wrong and comped my Tapatio Margarita. Larry, it's like that Ron Swanson thing where he goes into the hardware store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know more than you. I know more than you. Which is, I think, what everybody who listens to this kind of stuff feels when they go into a liquor store. Welcome to Curiosity Public, the podcast. I'm Dutch. Jules here. Dale Lynn. All right. We've got kind of a, a mixed bag here today. We got some some current events, some pop culture, as the kids call it. Pop culture. Um, but before we pop over to that, uh, what are you guys drinking? Dylan, you want to go first? Yeah, I'm still drinking my uh, Fortaleza Blanco, and it's very crisp. I don't put anything in it. I don't put any, I mean, usually, you know, I'll, I'll put it, I'll put a little bit of a twisted lime or something like that, but I'm enjoying this so much just on its own. It is very, very good. Yeah. Something like Fortaleza doesn't need any help. I mean, that's yeah. a, that's probably one of the best tequilas out there. It's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Jules. Go in limited edition with some Glen Morangy Cad Bowl. Oh. What a wow. sweet. The Cad Bowl Estate. Dude, nice. man, this thing comes with a, such a beautiful, pretty blue box it is a it is a beyond onto it <laughs> that is that is one of the most unique tasting scotches it oh, is yeah. so interesting for yeah. sure it really doesn't taste like scotch no uh what a treat um i'm going for very cheap old forester no, nice. rye rye yeah um, 100 proof 20 something dollars gosh and you know what it's um it's a bourbon drinker's rye that's the nice thing about it mm. yeah you know, it's not like a super spicy. It's just so drinkable, so enjoyable. A really tasty treat. So where do you guys want to start? We got a, we got two stories that I feel like we're going to talk about here. One's well, very pop culture. The other one's just kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about... I want to talk about First Blood, yeah. Okay, let's talk about Rambo. Let's, specifically, we're going to be talking about German Rambo. If you guys haven't heard about this. He's no, it's Black Forest. Black, Black yeah. Forest Rambo, which is yeah. in Germany. Um, and and the, the headlines basically say that you know, like German police have arrested a suspected gun na- gunman nicknamed Rambo after a five-day manhunt in the Black Forest. But the story's crazy. I mean, Dylan, you had some of the facts on this, right? Yeah, so I guess it was a, a gentleman who – they don't know – too much about his history i think they were talking about like how he maybe it'd be a homeless person there's some mythology surrounding him he apparently maybe had rented a flat and in the attic he set up a gun range like a shooting range in an attic i don't know i don't know how that works 
Uh, but then he he ended up just living in the forest. They have this picture and they said, oh, he's homeless and all that kind of stuff. And they have this picture of the hut. And the hut is really impressive. I'm sorry. That's not a hut. That's a house. And I don't <laughs> know if a, he... It's a tiny house, but it's a house. Actually, yeah. I haven't seen this photo yet of uh, his hut that he built. Yeah, yeah it's in the BBC uh, article. But man, I thought that was pretty impressive. And then the, the circumstances of his close arrest and brush with the law is really interesting because apparently he, he had like a bow and arrow. <laughs> and he was like walking around. Well, I, I think that's what like spurred on this title for him, right? Because he was right. caught with a bow and arrow. And then, and then the I media think he, ran with it, like calling him Rambo. Yeah. And then I think he had a, like an axe at some point and he was able to like disarm a bunch of police officers and like run away. And so, and then there was this massive manhunt for this one single person. And apparently it took 2,530 officers. And they were involved wow. in the operation. So they're talking about how they finally found him, and he was hiding in a bush with like an axe on his lap and some guns and stuff like that. And so just like weird. And then I think his mom came out on the news saying like, please, you know, leave him alone. He'll just come out of the forest at at some point. Yeah, really weird. But I mean, the reason I bring this up is not because of the, the Rambo. I wanted to just kind of emphasize this, uh, my interest in survival. You know, we, we had talked about this in the past about me trying to get a deep chest freezer you know fun fact i still haven't gotten one dude i saw one at costco the other day i'll get you one if you really no it it fell through and i was like oh man this is really sad because much like this guy you know i'm ready to i'm ready to prepare for the apocalypse right you know you gotta you're gonna have to survive like this guy that's not like this guy at all (laughs) and and let me just (laughs) and let me just say you're buying a refrigerator To store meat that you're going to buy at the grocery store. <laughs> exactly. Pre-cut meat. <laughs> no, but, you know, I think I, I've known you guys long enough. I mean, it's, it's got to be like, what, 20-some years, right? And I, I think when we first met, I made it very clear that I really wanted to live in a, in a like a fortress, right? Right. It was going to be surrounded by concrete for miles. Yeah, yeah no, concrete yeah. for fortress miles. solitude. You know, uh, missile turrets. Look what's happening in the world, right? Now you, you thought I was uh, crazy and you were mag- making fun of me. If we had that, you'd be totally isolated and you'd be safe. So that's why, that's why I am not off my rocker. And when I see stuff like this, I'm like, you know, it reminds me that I need to I need to prepare even more. I have to go get more of that spam and uh, and <laughs> and and uh, instant my mac and cheese. Stock up. Um, well, I mean, the, the story is so fascinating. I mean, obviously, it does kind of invoke that that memory of the first Rambo. Not not the later Rambo. It's the first Rambo. I still don't understand why the cops were after him. You know, like some of the stories, they basically say the man was confronted by four police officers in a hut in the forest before he overpowered them and stole their weapons. And then this manhunt ensued. It's just so ridiculous. It's just, yeah. I think some of the other stories say that he was not, like it wasn't his hut and he was there illegally or something. And that's why the cops showed up. But like still like there are four cops there. He somehow gets their weapons away from them and takes off. He's the able forest. to disarm them. I mean, that's ridiculous, dude. How the heck did this guy okay, do that? I'll tell you, if you had actually read the article, you'd know why. I mean, he has a lengthy criminal record, right? But well, why yeah. did the cops come but, after him? 
he might maybe he's reformed he's out living in the in the in the forest growing his own vegetables he's just kind of be isolated and not bug anybody i mean let me let me tell you who you're defending okay so, <laughs> i'm not defending him i'm just trying to explain the situation he had, a, he had a juvenile sentence of more than three years for shooting a woman with a crossbow <laughs> hey, maybe she was trying to attack okay him. Don't know but, the but, and then he was in possession of child pornography dude and possession of explosives <laughs> explosives child pornography and he shot a well, woman. You didn't know that Dylan works for TMZ and he gets all the early leaks. Jeez, I only will believe it if it's in the BBC or what's <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know what's Reuter. Yeah. Associated Press. We'll go with Clatchy. Yeah. Wow. So, um, what a story. Crazy. Real quick before we move on, favorite Sylvester Stallone movie. Mm. Oh. I'll say what recently what I, what's been on, um, it was on like Stars or something the other day was Tango and Cash. Which I feel like just missed the mark for being a great '80s action movie. Like mm. it has some flaws, but it's yeah. a hard one. Not my favorite because uh, Rocky you, Four is up there for me. Wow, I'll tell you my favorite. It's uh, Demolition Man. Ooh, that is Very a good underrated. one. I mean, you know, uh, Sandra Bullock, Future Cop. Yeah, and uh, think about it. The three seashells. That's like a huge thing. People talk about the three seashells. I mean, and, I think that's a better Wesley Snipes movie than a. Uh, yeah, and alone. and Wesley Snipes and yeah. Wesley Snipes, right? I, I think that's a. a I think it's an underrated film. Taco Bell winning the <laughs> winning the Fast Franchise Wars or whatever it was. It is great. I'm I'm more with Jules in the Rocky theme. I um, you know the the crazy thing is is as much as I love Rocky Four as a movie, you got to respect the original, and I'm yeah really impressed with the Creed movies. To make a modern adaptation of it, at first I was like, this is going to be horrible. But I give Stallone credit for those. For those, I mean, he just... He pulled you know, it's funny though, actually, because, uh, you know, when I saw this article, I actually did look up some... Uh, or, I didn't look up. I, it just also um, was in the feed or some Rambo clips. And it's funny, like, the one that came up was the one where it's uh, Rambo versus the helicopter. And it totally was foreshadowing of Cliffhanger, though. It's like, oh man, he's actually on the cliff. And it's like great setup for like cliffhanger, like keeping it all. If there was a, a universe to all of Sylvester Stallone movies, it's like, dude, they're all tied together. But that's not in the original Rambo. Yeah, it was. Was, was it the helicopter scene? I think it's yeah. yeah, you're right. Uh, it's funny. I was, um, this is a little bit of a side anecdote, but I was listening to the um, Oliver Stone was on Joe Rogan and um, the, uh, Rambo came up because we're talking about Oliver Stone was actually in Vietnam, right? Like he was, he's right. But and he, they were kind of bad mouthing Rambo, but at the end, like Oliver Stone was like, "But you know what? The first one was pretty good." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was actually high praise. <laughs> what about Judge Dredd? Judge Dredd's great, Judge but you know Dredd. the the remake, the new one, I actually kind of like better. I hate oh. to say that. Oh wow! I, actually haven't even seen, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's got not Faramir. Who, who he's in uh, Lord of the Rings. He's in a Lord bunch Lord. of stuff, but that's uh, he plays uh, one of the Ro- the the Rohan guys. One of the the writers of Rohan. Uh, right, right, right. Do not trust to hope. I don't know. He's an Australian. In this land. He's an Australian actor. He's yeah, uh, his name too. Man, I'll look terrible. it up. The new Judge Dredd, the 2012 one. It is. Yeah, what is that guy's name? Carl 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 Urban. Carl Urban. Wow, I can't talk. Carl, Carl Urban. Urban. But but the amazing thing about it is he doesn't show his face in the entire movie. Hmm. Oh really? He's actually behind the visor the entire time, and that's kind of why I was like, hey, you know what? I give a little, hmm. little bit of respect to this thing. Uh, maybe a slightly. He didn't need to show movie. his face. <laughs> He doesn't need to. All right, guys, let's move on to our second topic. This is a little more pop culture. Um, this is an article I found. I don't know why this caught my eye, but it's trending on Google. So we got to talk about what, what the kids are talking about. It's about 
Postman Malone. Is he a postman? Is he really a postman? Post Malone. Post Malone. Uh, <laughs> oh, postman. my God. Who's the postman? Is that a basketball player? I don't he doesn't know. deliver on Sunday. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, Post Malone. The mailman, okay? Uh, yeah. He's launching. <laughs> the postman. <laughs> Who's the postman? <laughs> wow. I am so out of touch with the reality. Oh, that's yeah. great. Post Malone is launching a beer pong league. Wow, no uh, way. And he also claims to have seen a UFO. I think most of this comes from his recent thing with Joe Rogan, but um, I think that the beer pong league is a great idea. Yeah. I think it's it could be very entertaining. I don't know how they're going to allow that, though. Do they have to drink the beer on camera? Well, I guess you could do it on like streaming or something, and there won't be any restrictions, I suppose. Well, I think it's more focused on like after lockdown's over. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, funny thing, like, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but in Southern California, I don't feel like beer pong was that much of a thing. I mean, at least when we were in college and that was a long ass oh, time no, ago. It, it definitely was just not when we were in college. Yeah, it, was, like, it came later. It's because yeah. we were never invited. Yeah, we were too lame too. We were watching Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember like games like... Plus with my OCD, I don't know if I'd be able to handle all that. Yeah, I, remember I know, it's so nasty. Clorox wipe Oh everything. my God. <laughs> like people, people would do that and then it would go into like the dog crap. And then they're yeah. like, oh, whatever. I'll let me wipe it on my thing and throw it well, back. Exactly. In. That's the funny thing. Is, like, I got into playing quarters at one point. But we yes, never, like, that was a big thing. Yeah, we would quarters. actually just have empty things to hit the quarters into, and then you would just have to take a shot. Like nobody was yeah. like drink the thing that the quarter went into. That was like nasty, right? Yeah. Right, right. Oh, well, that's quarters the... was definitely a thing back in the day for us. I don't know. Um, anyway, I don't know much about pop culture, but I mean, I know this guy Post Malone has a ton of tattoos and. Um, <laughs> On his face. What? Wow. I and mean, that's like, like... That's like Mike Tyson level. Um, I mean, he's been around for a while, and it's like Dutch discovering something for the first time that everybody... Oh, I must admit, uh, the first time I saw him with tattoos on his face, you know, a few years ago, like, the one thing that did go to my mind, she was like, the old man thinking, it's like, dude, I hope he succeeds as a musician, because I don't know how he's going to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, like, during lockdown, he actually did this um, big cover show where he played, like, Nirvana. And he played the guitar and yeah. he sang. And I saw something. Dude, dude, this guy's pretty talented, actually. I got to I gotta give him credit where credit's due. Yeah. No, he's, well, he's got some good songs, man. I mean, like, every time I see somebody with a face tattoo, I got to go back to Mike Tyson, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, know. That's the, 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 that's the ultimate face tattoo. And, like, that brings up, uh, like, uh, I think uh, Dutch and I were watching the, yes. <laughs> the documentary. Amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. It is, it is a – I think I, I couldn't stop laughing because – one of the one of the scenes, he's like, uh, you know, I w- uh, I went into the uh, bathroom with a woman and uh, I started to perform fellatio on her, and I was <laughs> like, what, what? And then Dutch and I was just started to laugh like, oh, and then it's Tyson. just like unfiltered. He's yeah. just unfiltered. Oh, yeah. That guy um, has no filter, and it, it's absolutely fascinating. It, the movie's called Tyson. It's I think it came out right. in two thousand eight. It's just like this. It's just him talking for most of it. And it's absolutely fascinating to see what oh, yeah. this guy went through from like growing up on the streets to meeting this amazing guy in Customato who taught him and saw the raw talent and took him in and believed in him. And that was like so life-changing for him. And then, and then that guy dies, Customato dies, and Tyson just kind of like has to deal with what he's learned during that short amount of time with him. And it's so, it's just, it's, it's absolutely fascinating. If you like boxing, it's a must watch. Um, yeah. You know, 
I think it's. Oh, and I'm so and I'm so glad that he's getting back into the ring, man. That's what I was gonna say. What do you think about really? that? Dude, oh yeah, no, he's gonna... got to. Dude, Foreman did it. He's got to give it a try. And like honestly, like boxing, he was like no other personality that boxing even has today. He's 54 years old. He's gonna oh, get yeah. brain damage, dude. Well, he's okay. So you know what? Everybody, every everybody's saying that, but I guess there was some. I don't know if it's like leaked footage or whatever of him training, and apparently he looks. Yeah, everyone's you know, saying he looks good. Yeah, I've seen. I saw it, but but I mean, it's like training video. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I think you can spice I think, it up. I think. Well, the, so I think the the latest rumor. I don't know if it's been confirmed. Is going to be he's going to be fighting Roy Jones Jr. Yeah. Right. Right. And so they yeah, were saying, I don't know like, that's confirmed yet either, but I mean, it's crazy because you know they're saying, well, both are retired, but yeah. come on, what about Tyson the same age? I mean, Jones is like fifty something too. So I mean, it's. I was gonna say if he was gonna if he's gonna do it, which he's gonna do it, he should fight somebody that's closer in age to him. Like he shouldn't fight like a younger boxer, right? I mean, because yeah. the reflexes and the um, the stamina, times, and everything, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be affected. But I have to. That's admit, gonna be amazing, dude. You I have know, to admit, I'm, I'm sold. I yeah. pay for oh, yeah. that. Oh, dude, I'm sold. I'm yeah, sold. I was sold on when like um, what's his face? Conor McGregor fought Pacquiao. <laughs> Pacquiao, like <laughs> wait, wait, I mean, wait. No, he he fought Floyd Mayweather. Dude. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, sorry. He was, he was. Wow, how did I mess that up? Yeah, we. I think we were in Vegas when this happened. No, oh, no, no. We were there no. for another Conor McGregor fight. Oh, okay, yeah, that was another. another. Yeah, okay. the Pacquiao. Uh, why do I keep saying Pacquiao? Damn it! Now, you said that now it's like stuck in my head. That one, Floyd Mayweather is not the right kind of person for a crossover fight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially in boxing. Like, if it had gone the other way, yeah. no question, McGregor would have destroyed him. But um, Tyson's a different animal, man. He's just – he's this guy that you look at those three years he had to go to prison for, and if that hadn't happened, if he had kept his stuff together, what kind of records would he be holding right now? It would be unbelievable, I think. Yeah, I mean, look, watching that documentary again, I felt like he was on another level. I mean, yeah. like the raw power of that guy. We played the Mike Tyson punch out, right? Oh, totally, dude. But also in, in our generation, even if you didn't follow boxing, you knew Mike Tyson. Absolutely. Can you yeah, name heavyweights? Like if you go to a random person that doesn't follow boxing right now and ask them who are the, who are the most exciting heavyweights to watch, they're, the name that still comes to mind is probably Mike Tyson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Lennox Lewis. Maybe. Ali Tyson right there. Tyson Fury has yeah. got a pretty big name now. Klitschko, maybe, but like. But that's why, man. See, the, the, like those uh, personalities today just still not as exciting as Tyson, dude. Yeah. Or yeah. Ali, they're all you know, on UFC. Right? Like UFC's got the yeah. personalities. Yeah. Well, even then, I don't know if they do. I mean, Conor McGregor's like the last of it, dude. Yeah. I mean, I mean, people are watching, I guess, but it's like certainly not as big as when Conor McGregor was fighting. Hmm. Yeah. It, it'll. Yeah. It'll cycle through, though. I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, uh, I think that. I think seeing Tyson Roy Jones Jr. would be pretty interesting because I think I'm, yeah I'm I'm in I'm, I'm, I'm sold I'm sold yeah. I'm sorry yeah. but I've seen you know I was watching I guess we grew up with Tyson and then yeah. we played Tyson's you know Punch Out and then watching the the uh, documentary man all of this just like all the it's like nostalgia you know oh, yeah. for me and so all over again we're gonna have to watch it so all right guys. Fun discussion here. We got a little bit of everything. We ended oh, up- wait, by the way, I wanted to, I wanted to, before we end, I still haven't gotten my chest freezer and <laughs> I don't know how to get, I mean, like it's, it's, it's on order right now and they keep pushing back the, the delivery date. So, you know, stay tuned. Uh, I'll give you guys updates. Dude, I'm but- not kidding. The local Costco close to me has them. I know, but that's a terrible one. 
I heard okay. that like it breaks down like in two two months. So you did your research. You did yeah. research. Yeah. All right. so you know what's gonna happen, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> one night one gets, he's gonna plug in. <laughs> Especially knowing Dylan and his amazing ability to destroy anything electrical instantly. Seriously, Dylan's a walking like EMF. <laughs> EMF. EMP, dude. EMP. EMF. IMF International Monetary Fund EMP Impossible Missions Hilarious Wow. All right. Well, we've completely lost it here. We started with Rambo and we ended up with Mission Impossible. And I think that's pretty much perfect point for Jules to take us out. Hey, as always, thank you for listening to Curiosity Public's The Podcast. Uh, Also, if you haven't yet, be sure to check us out on YouTube. And as always, stay curious.